morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to the Claret Coaching Podcast. And today we have special guest, Halima Reid. Welcome to the show, Halima. How are you? Hey, Evan. I'm good, thank you. Thank Excellent. So, Halima is a very well-respected personal trainer from the Burnley area, as we all are in Burnley ourselves. Um, so, Halima, for the listeners who don't know who you are, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hey, so I'm Halima, and my business is Halima Fitness. Um, I'm ex-military. I was in the Royal Navy for nine and a half years, and when I left the military, um, I went into the fitness industry, and I absolutely love it. Excellent. So, Halima, like, it's not usual that we have personal trainers on the show, especially ones that are ex-military and or armed forces, which is absolutely fantastic. So, how did you actually transition from the armed forces into Civvy Street, into Civvy Street, so to speak? Um. To be honest, it was quite challenging. I really, really struggled. I think it took me around about five years before I actually felt settled in the Civvy Street. Um, from being just being part of a close environment, being around a big family, always working part of a team to come outside was quite lonely. And I really struggled with my mental health. Um, and I did try and find like, a community and try to fit in and even try to join the fire service at one point but I think I was just looking for a belonging um but now I finally found that years down the line. What did you find was the the main reason why you couldn't really find yourself then coming into Civvy Street what what was the issue with the transition? I think when you're in the military, you've got so much banter around you and you're always around people and it's always like really silly and really good fun. And then coming into the civvy street, I just found it really hard to adjust um, and to find that I wasn't sure how to be, if I could be myself and if I was myself, was I too much for others? Um, yeah. I just found it really hard um, to kind of be myself more than anything. Of course, that's completely understandable. I've worked with coaches in and around Burnley area and some in Manchester as well that have done the same transition and they seem to have the same issues. Are you still in contact with people in the military? Yeah, I am now. And um, when I initially left, I just cut off from everyone. But it's because I was struggling. I was in a bad place. I was depressed. Um, and yeah, and but now um, I'm in a better place. I'm in contact with a handful of friends who I'm quite close with and I've known for a very long time. Um, so it's really nice to hear how they're getting on. Um and I inspire them in the civvy street because they're wanting to like leave the military, but at the moment they're just too scared. Um, they're just in the comfort zone. Yeah, that's fantastic because most people wouldn't think that it's so, such a big jump, you know. Like everyone would think, surely it's worse jumping the other way from civvy street into the armed forces, like you know, like the basic training, a gun in your hand, and being sent away to different countries. Some people might think that's more daunting. But you're basically saying when it's the other way around, it can be exactly the same. It can be the same level, if not worse. 
Yeah, I think it's harder leaving than joining because when I joined, I was quite young um, at the age of 19 and I didn't know any better. Um, and it was just exciting. It was good fun with no responsibilities. And you knew you always had a roof over your head. You always had food. Never, ever had to pay for a gym membership. And the military really pushed out sports. And then it's like when you come out and then you realise you're in the big world and it's what not as smooth. Sorry, what was that? What sports did you feel like you, that you excelled in? Oh, I absolutely loved boxing. Um, I was part of the Navy Ski Championship, so I really enjoyed doing skiing. To be honest, I got involved with a lot of sports, anything to get me away from work. Because <laughs> um, in the military, they really push it. So it's like, it's good fun to like go around and compete against the other camps. Um, and every evening were different from playing water polo to being part of the boxing team. Um, yeah, That's it was good fantastic. fun. We seem to... Um, always find a rise within the boxing community and females where more and more try and seek the value in boxing classes. Like, do you find that as well, that female boxing classes are on the rise? Yeah, definitely. Um, see, and it's good to see, to be honest. It really is. Um, and I love boxing. I think it's absolutely fantastic, especially for discipline. And if you can find that discipline in the sports, I think it can really help you in all different aspects of your life too. Yeah, definitely. I find, obviously, in our time as personal trainers in our careers, um, I've trained numbers of athletes in, in different sports. But, um, I mean, personally, like we were speaking on the, the first podcast about a runner that I've coached, and it's absolutely amazing the achievements that he's achieved. But on my own personal perspective, I would much rather do a boxing class for an hour than I would run an hour. Wow, really? Oh, yeah. it's uh, Boxing for an hour seems so much more fun to me than running outdoors or even on a treadmill for an hour. Oh, wow, that's interesting. But with yours as well, going back to your skiing, um, where did your skiing take you? I went to France. We always used to compete in France, and it was good fun. And um, we went there in January um, for a few weeks, and then just like against the Army and the RAF. That's brilliant. And how, how did you do? Yeah, I did well. To be honest, I look back. Um, didn't take it as serious as I should have done. It was more good fun. It was more probably getting drunk and being silly. Mm -hmm. um, but we all did well and we all had a good few weeks away yeah. from work. Fantastic. I mean, you never know who's going to listen to this podcast at the end of the day. Is there any advice that you give anybody who's thinking about leaving the army, who's listening right now to go into City Street? Um, I'd just say reach out for help. I wish I had done sooner. Um, but to be honest, I, I don't know if it was ego. Um, when I look back, it probably was. I was carrying a lot of ego because I thought, oh, I've done really well in the military. I don't need anyone else's help. Um, and the fact is I was suffering in silence. I really, really was. And now I know better to ask out for help. And when I ask for help, it's all there. Um, but I just wish I did it years earlier. Yeah. Well, that's absolutely fantastic. And I'm sure the listeners will see value in that, especially if they're in the forces. 
So for anyone that doesn't know, me and Halima do have uh, meetings during the week as well, um, once or twice during the week, and we're in contact quite a lot. So I am aware that Halima was once a member of CrossFit, that's right, isn't it? Yeah, that's correct. What were your uh, experiences like in a CrossFit environment? Oh, at the time, I, I absolutely loved it. Um, I used to drive over to Cliverow, which is half an hour from my house, to be honest, especially with all the gyms, what's around. Um, but it was that community. I felt that belonging. And when I went to CrossFit, there were a few ex-military people there and ex-military coaches, and it was really nice. good really pushed myself got myself out of my limits and did my um a good few pbs at the time um so yeah it was definitely a fantastic part of my journey and i'm glad i've um experienced Excellent. it there is quite a lot of ex-military people that kind of transition into the sort of crossfit style workouts just because that's sort of the workouts that they get you doing like basically, the cross most CrossFit's workouts are based on the minimalistic equipment, right? Yeah, uh, so that's was it correct. CrossFit Cliverall, you're at. Yeah, so initially I went to CrossFit Cliverall um for a year and a half, and then the open CrossFit um the Pendle one in Burnley, which was literally five minutes from the house. So that worked really well. But I think the good thing is about CrossFit, what I really enjoyed were the hero workouts. Um, and it was quite close to home, especially being in the military um, and doing that. Forgive me, I think Halima's just gone a bit quiet on the other end. Oh, no, I'm back. It did cut out for a couple of seconds. Okay. I'm back. So, sorry, that again, you were just in um, the transition from Clitheroe to Pendle. Yep. Um, and it was good. It was so much easier getting there. Instead of having to wake up at quarter to five in the morning, I could like, wake up at half five and rock up at a six o'clock class. Yeah. So, what, what was the hardest wad for you? Oh, hardest word. Um, I think when I look back, they were all hard, but there's one called Murph, and yeah. it was hard. probably one of the most famous, right? Yes, and I purchased my own 10kg weighted vest, and it was like a mile run, 100 pull-ups, um, I think 200 squats. I loved it. And that's that. I always remember Murph making me feel sick right at the end. I mean, 100 pull ups. Uh, there's so many females out there that can't do one. So, um, for anyone that doesn't know how sort of CrossFit goes about it, you can either scale it or call it, uh, or RX it, they call it. Yeah. So that is an incredible feat in itself just to do that. And I'm really glad that you had a good experience at the CrossFit. And shout out to CrossFit Clitheroe and Pendle if you're listening to this because some of the transformations and the results that you guys get are absolutely fantastic. So from a coach to another coach, keep doing what you're doing. That's very good to hear. <laughs> 
Um, so moving on, Halima, like what is your current business model or process for a new client? Um, so basically, um, it's just I love working with females and I kind of keep it quite simple. Um, anyone, I'm more about not just fitness, more about the well-being. So I really reach out to people who are struggling with the mental health. And I think when I was at my law, when I left the military, I kept on getting offered antidepressant by the doctors. And I'm like, I don't want antidepressants. But then I'd go for a run and I'd feel that little bit better. And so for me, when I see people struggling with mental health or aren't feeling on top form, I love reaching out to them ladies because I know how, um, how can I explain it? Like I knew what a big change it did for me. And I know that's... It's obviously on the rise at all times. And we know that... Yeah. One of the main and that's what, like I always said, definitely. And I always say to my clients, like especially now with COVID and everything, and I'm like, forget about your physique. It's all about the mental health. When we work out, we eat better. Our body's going to go to whatever it needs to. Um, but as long as it helps us mentally and it helps us have that day, that better day, one day at a time, just feeling good in ourselves. So times of struggle um, mentally, mm -hmm. what, what's your go-to things to do? So when I know I'm struggling, so a couple um as my I'm gonna say a couple of weeks, but I'm lying. It was only last Monday. Um, depression kicked in from nowhere Monday morning, and I just knew I had to back off myself. I just knew I had to be really kind to myself, um, and just go out there for some fresh air, a little bit of walk, um, make some nice food for myself, and then by the afternoon I was a different person. So I was quite surprised um, how it creeped in, to be honest. But all I can say, if you are struggling with depression or anything like that, just back off yourself and be kind to yourself. Just listen to what your body needs to tell you. And just remember, thoughts aren't real. That's what I have to keep on telling myself, like, thoughts aren't real. And not to believe myself in what my mind's telling me at the time. Fantastic way to look at it there. So, for anybody who is listening right now and it's the future, we did discuss this last episode, but we are currently still under the global pandemic of coronavirus and the fitness industry. So, ourselves, me and Halima, being self employed GPs, have been hit extremely hard with it. So, that's. Halima's main reason for being hit so hard recently with her own mental health issues. So it's very nice of you to share that because I always find that some people listen to fitness professionals and uh, gurus and influencers and think that we don't have bad days. So thank you for sharing that. Oh, no so problem. people that don't know also, um, Halima now has her own private gym studio um so what would interest me and also the listeners would be what made you transition from a gym environment to your own pt studio um it was lockdown like i always had this vision and this dream of owning my own studio at home um but i always said oh when i'm in my 40s when i'm in my 40s and then when lockdown happened, 
I knew it were either going to break me or it were going to make me. And I'd never been online before. I'd never used Zoom in my life before. And I just knew that I wasn't going to let 2020 beat me. And I were going to come out a lot stronger. Um, and I just don't know where the strength behind me come from when I look back when people are losing clients. And I were the busiest ever. And it was my clientele base who I shared my dream with and my vision. And I used to work underneath a gazebo because it was in my garden and we were allowed to train outdoors. And one of my clients said to me, Halima, have you ever thought of having your own gym? And I said, yeah, one, one day I will, one day I will. He's like, why one day? Why not this year? And it just, he planted that seed in my head. And then from there, I went away and I spoke to my husband and I said, and we had a conversation and we just Shout made it happen. There. Yeah. Um, yeah, just shared my vision, shared my dream just said that how much time I'd be saving from commuting, how I'd love to have group PTs here because um, I love, because it's like I work part-time on the business and part like housewife and I run another business. But I just knew just saving all that time for me personally and how happy I was working from home, um, having clients in my garden. And that's where the vision come from. Fantastic. So the vision was there and what your gym wanted to look like. Does it look like yeah. now? What, what kit did you prioritise for your clients and yourself? Well, my gyms ended up, initially I went on Pinterest, so first I thought, oh, I'd convert my garage or I'd have a little shed like this, but it ended up like a lot bigger and better. Um, so I've just invested in all the basic equipment, but at the moment, like I've got the assault bike, I've got the rower, um, I've got a really nice... Um, lifting rack and then i've got all my battle ropes so i've got enough to keep going um and i'm just investing in small equipment each month at the moment so i'm not quite fully there yet um but coming from the military we didn't really use a lot of equipment we improvised on everything so i'm really good at improvising with minimal kit um but yeah, I've got a TRX and What's stuff like that. Um, but I, kit wise. Um, I want my next little bit. I do want a skate and a couple of things. Um, but I'm not in no rush. I've got more than enough at the moment. Um, but time will tell. But then I don't want to pack my gym out too much because I do want to put group PTs in there. Fantastic. I think your clients can take a lot of value out of the kit that you've got already. Yeah, definitely. Brilliant. So, moving back to Halima and Halima Fitness is um, a really good question came to my mind actually just then is, would you change anything in your career? Oh, would I change anything? Um, yeah, I think moving forward. So, one time, I never seen myself as an online personal trainer because um, I love seeing people I'm a people person um where else this year I thought of oh what would happen if I become an online personal trainer um and grow um so yeah I've got a few exciting plans but haven't started it yet but it is in the process do you think that the pandemic has sort of pushed you towards that with not being able to see people 
Um, yeah, definitely. It's just given me more of a purpose and especially when I see my friends struggle and they might not live nearby and I'm always helping them out with workouts or saying, oh, just do this and jump online and do this with me. And I just thought, you know what, I don't just have to stay local. I've got a lot more friends and family who live away from me and I can actually help them as well. Brilliant. So the future for Halima Fitness is maybe investing a little bit more kit and also go online. And what is the future for Halima Reid herself? Um, for Halima Reid, I think it's exciting. I think, like, um, with all this lockdown, is just making me to, like, want him to up there and do more travelling. Um, and also, I've got a, quite a big passion. Um, I really want to go and help out in orphanages around the world. And with me becoming an online personal trainer, I think it'll allow me to give me that freedom to do that. Whilst at the moment, I won't make, I won't take more than a week or 10 days off my business at a time. Um, so I think my purpose drives me more towards in wanting to become an online personal trainer. That's fantastic. What orphanages have sort of caught your eye? Um, well, there's a couple in Pakistan, and my father owns one, and my mum used to be an orphanage. Um, so I just want to go around the world and travel to different countries. And I love children, and I've tried to have kids myself, but I haven't been successful. But I've come to a point now where, do you know what? I'm happy where I'm at, but I've got so much love to give to other kids. That's fantastic. And where's on your bucket list then, Halima? Oh, I've got a lot of places. Um, oh, I can't think on top of my head right at the moment, but me and Gaz did write down our top 20 countries where we want to go to. And each one of them, I said I would love to stop there after we've done a bit of touring and then stay behind and just um, volunteer in an orphanage. That's brilliant. And if you take your business online, obviously your clients can be looked after for, from wherever you go. So that transition, again, will be one that's positive. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely fantastic. So, Halima, thank you very much for coming on to the show tonight. And I hope the listeners can take a lot of value from it. Um, oh, thank you for having me. Listeners find you on your social media handles. I've saw I've just gone on to Instagram. So on Instagram I'm Halima Fitness and then my Facebook business page is Halima Fitness too. Excellent. Halima, thank you very much for coming on to the show. Oh, thank you very much for having me, Evan. Thank you. See you later. Bye.